New car thinking is country autos. Sadly, JB thinks more about donuts, rabbits and coffee. Each to their own. The country autos havel. It's new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. JB for breakfast. All thanks to Country Auto's Havel. It's new car thinking. Last week I was really getting into presidential pets and uh, the fact that Donald Trump, if he was to be a second-term president, uh, he'd be the first one that's never had any pets in the White House. But Biden's the winner. And he's going to have the very first rescue dog what a in legend. the White House as well. Major. I feel like he so, should have totally publicised that before the election. I think so too, yeah. Get, <laughs> Come on, get, dude. <laughs> get all those swing voters. Uh, in the very first German Shepherds back in the White House as well since JFK. There you go. So while I was on my little journey of presidential pets, this isn't presidential, but I love this story. There's a beloved library cat that uh, had been hired by the White Settlement City Council in the States. The what? White Settlement <laughs> City Council. Alrighty, to, to, to be the, uh, the 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 mouseketeer, the pest control cat in their public library. Oh my god, that's cool! I reckon they they would probably be really good at that. I love this. He was hired from the local animal shelter as an inexpensive, effective method of pest control when he was just a kitten. Yeah, would so have been all over it. He's been there ten years now, working away as the pest control cat. Apparently, the public love him. Like you go in there to yeah. rent your books and stuff, and there's just this. The cat's called Browser. Oh How my amazing god, is that? what a good name. And he's a cute little tabby cat that just hangs out there at the library. You can pat him, all of that yep. stuff. So one of the councillors at the White Settlement City Council tried to bring his dog to work and was told, no, you're not allowed to because of Browser the cat. You can't bring we can't bring other animals in. Yeah, it's fair enough. Browser's library or no one's library. No. <laughs> so this councillor, he's moved a motion at the council meeting to sack the cat. What? Yeah, he's gone. I don't. Well, I'm, he's gone then. I, this is like this the equivalent of like having little dummy spat. Yeah, because he couldn't have his dog. Yeah, come on, mate, grow up. In cat was there first. In some good news in 2020. Guess what? What? So he's put the motion for that council. He's been voted down. He was the only Obviously. one that voted against him. Yeah. And then they fired the guy. Oh, really? <laughs> he gone. I guess. They've, um, they've, like, they've, they've wiped him. I don't know what the reason. There might, might be other reasons as to why. It seems yeah. slightly drastic. But you like, side note, also pocketed $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hasn't paid any of his uh, library fees. Outst- <laughs> outstanding library fees. He's gone. Uh, so, yeah, he, he that's out. Just to be clear, that's an allegation. It's not true. <laughs> Okay. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then the mayor, Ron White, at White Yeah, wow. I wonder how he became the mayor. <laughs> he then not only sacked this councillor, he's now moved a motion that Browser's job title is Library Cat for Life. Oh, my so God. So he's a library cat forever. I was almost going to say they sacked him because it's, like, really immature, but <laughs> seems like it runs at the council. <laughs> I love that. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. The Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Here's a light-hearted look at what's going on in the world of entertainment with The Feed. Well done to the Blues, by the way, of course, cleaning up in the state of origin last night at ANZ Stadium. So that means we're down to the tiebreaker. Looking forward to that. We'll chat about that in a moment. I get Tony in here. She knows more about footy than me. I get her and I have a bit of a yak about it. But in The Feed now, 
Jason Moama. That's how you say his name. Is I always stuff up how you say that guy's name. He's the Aquaman fella anyway. He came out and said that he was literally like on his bum and down to his last pennies after he lost his gig playing Carl Drogan in the uh, Game of Thrones series. He was in there for a little while before they killed him off in 2011 at the end of the first season before Game of Thrones became an uber hit. And he admitted he was in serious trouble after losing that paycheck. He said he couldn't get work. He was starving. It was very challenging when you have babies and you're completely in debt. Uh, the actor has got a daughter, Lola, and son, Nicola Wolf, with actress Lisa Bonet, who starred in The Cosby Show throughout the 80s and is the mother of Zoe Kravitz and ex-wife to Lenny Kravitz. There you go. Of course, things changed for him when he was cast as Aquaman in Justice League in 2016. They got his own movie in 2018. And he's he's doing all right now, I think. His schedule's been booked right through to 2024 with roles in the Apple TV show C. Also, he's going to be in the uh, adaptation of the new Dune movie coming out very soon. That's Dune, D-U-N-E, not J-U-N-E. And... Hopefully they don't release that in June. That would cause a bit of confusion, wouldn't it? And there's also a sequel to Aquaman coming out very, very, very soon. So there you go. I'm sure that if you ask him for a couple of bucks, you'd get it out of him, especially if you say you're down on your luck and, you know, it's hard to... Uh, it's challenging when you have babies and you're in debt. Use that line against him. 6.41 here at 92.9. That is the feed. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. For Country Autos Havels. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Good morning, Williamsburg. This is Luke. Hi there, Luke. It's JB from 92.9. How are you? Good, champion. How are you? Yeah, really well, really well. Hey, Mate, how can I help you? We are doing a competition at the moment called the Best of Tamworth. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we did the Best Burger category. And I've got some very good news for you. You overwhelmingly won the Best Burger category. Well Mate, done. That's very good news. How good is that? <laughs> I'm sure you're not, you're not all that surprised. Tell us about your burgers. Give us the spill. <laughs> oh, no, that's incredible. So thank you, Tamworth, for voting for us. Um... Mate, we've got heaps of burgers, and I agree, they're pretty incredible, you know, beef, fried chicken, grilled chicken, we've got brisket burgers, pulled pork burgers, so we've got a big, big range of burgers. What's your favourite burger? If I was going in there, what would you recommend to me? Mate, if you like a little bit of spice, mm. my favourite's the Outlaw, so it's got a nice chilli lime mayo on it, it's got a, um, a southern fried chicken on it, a bit of jalapeno, so yeah, that's my go-to. Sensational. That sounds damn good. When are you guys open? How can you get in there? Book- Mate, we're, we're open from 11 a.m. seven days a week, so come on in. We do like booking, so if you yeah. give us a heads up, that would be perfect. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, come on in. Sensational. Congratulations. You have won our best burger and our best of Tamworth. We'll be out there shortly with a nice big trophy for you to put on the mantelpiece. Good on you, JB, and thanks, Tamworth, for all the support, as always. Thank you so much. New car thinking is country autos. Sadly, JB thinks more about donuts, rabbits, and coffee. Each to their own. The Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9.
Time to have a chat with Kieran Johnson, the State Manager of Opportunity International. Kieran, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. We're going to chat about how we can all get along. That's kind of it in a, in, a, in a broader nutshell and how we can get along with those that we maybe disagree with. And this certainly came to a head over the weekend with the, the US election. And I don't think ever in sort of my 32 years being here on the planet, I don't think I've ever seen so many people divided on one topic. Hey, you're certainly right. And it's I, I've never been more invested in an election or an election well, just generally than I have with the US election and trying to figure out um, how the other side thinks, depending on which side of the fence you sit on who the other side is, uh, and sitting in that division and, and being really uncomfortable at, the, I guess, the, the vitriol that gets spoken and um, the hate that gets given out from one side to the other. Uh, it's been a, a challenging time. And if you just add to it the fact that you know, 2020 has been, mm. well, 2020, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a really challenging year for us all. Uh, and so I can understand how we get to this point where we're just tired um, and we're kind of heaping on people that we don't agree with. But there's this real, I guess, strength of character and actually being able to sit with it and going, okay, I want to understand the other side a little bit better. So how can we do that, Kieran? For me, it comes down to curiosity. Um, and I, I call it the generous perspective of actually being able to uh, try to discover what it is and why it is that somebody else carries a certain opinion. We all have our different worldviews mm. and we all approach things differently, whether it's uh, you know, opinions about food or the weather or how to raise our kids, um, what kind of pets we like. Of course, politics is in there, but there's you know, movies, clothes, mm. I, like ice cream, everything. We've all got different opinions about everything, but there are certain things which seem to uh, create more of an emotional response than others. So it's actually looking at it and going, well... You have this opinion. You have a reason for that opinion. You're not an awful person. Um, I, I'm a big believer in that people are, are good. <laughs> um, so I disagree with you on this. Let's try and figure out why it is uh, that you have this opinion, where that comes from, um, and just get to, the, I guess, get, get to a place where you can actually uh, see the world from their perspective. And you think a lot of the times you probably will never be able to change that person's opinion so just leave it alone. Do you think that's a fair assumption? Well, I think it's a huge assumption, which yeah. is absolutely accurate. Like, you cannot change someone's opinion. You can't do that. That's, that's not within your control. You can try and, and blow and bluster and push them from one side to the next, but that's not going to help anybody at all. So if you actually just have that realisation to start with and go, well, I've got no control over what they think or how they think, that takes the responsibility off you to try and save the world from people who disagree with you. So then you can just go, oh, well, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Let me get curious about why you think that and where that comes from. Um, and that's a really good way to create solid relationships and good quality friendships and relationships with the people around you. Uh, and just that understanding and, and even a listening ear, yeah. well, you, you might actually be blown away by the fact that they may start to rethink their opinion. If you just let them discuss it and unpack it uh, and feel accepted in that, then you can actually perhaps create a path forward where you might be able to find some common ground. Yeah, that's it. And who knows, you might even learn something from that as well. <laughs> Goodness me, do you think? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And we forget that, right? Like, yeah. It's really easy to look at someone else and go, you're an idiot, you've got the wrong opinion. And they're mm. sitting there going, you're an idiot, you've mm. got the wrong opinion. And you're probably both right. Yeah, oh, exactly. No, that, that that's very true. And quite often, I, I'm amazed myself, I actually won a political argument last week on the internet with someone who had a whole bunch of 
um, angry stuff that they were throwing around with no facts. You are making that up. That did not happen. No, I've, I've literally, I've screenshotted it as evidence. Everyone is <laughs> oh amazed. It was last <laughs> Thursday before there was even any thought. I think at that stage, even Trump was winning, I think. And, yeah. um, and you know, depending on what camp you're in, he's still winning. Uh, and, and literally... Uh, because I threw some facts their way from some credible websites, I amazingly actually changed this guy's opinion and viewpoint. So, there's one. Wow. That, <laughs> that, that, is, that is the one. That is the only time <laughs> on the internet that has ever happened. And I think if you, if you can find that person, that can be your friend for life. Because a type of person that looks at facts from a, a logical perspective mm. um, and changes their opinion, that is a rare commodity because uh, generally it's all emotion-based. Yeah. You know, there's, there's language around the, uh, the fact that it's actually almost impossible to change someone's opinion, uh, and studies around this as well, that it's almost impossible to change someone's opinion just through facts and logic. Um, but it's, it's really about creating a relationship and that, building that bridge with them so that you can actually come alongside someone and they realise that you care about them. That is a more effective way to do it. Um, but what you've been able to do on the internet there is uh, you could actually create a TED Talk around that. <laughs> that could be my ticket out of here. <laughs> I think it is. Kieran, thank you so much for the chat and some great tips. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me.